Well, you may be seated. If you'll give me just one moment, I'm going to set up something here and then just have a few words to share with you tonight. Thank you for being here. It's been a blessing to eat the food that you made and to sing with you as we worship our great God. Isn't it good to be reminded of the faithfulness of God and the good news of Jesus Christ? I am uh, I'm just humbled again and filled with gratitude for Jesus as we spend time together and sing tonight. So in just a few moments, we're going to share the bread and the cup. But before we do that, I have the privilege of, of sharing with you. And as I'm looking out tonight, I'm seeing mostly familiar faces. So I'm looking at sisters. I'm looking at brothers. Um, you guys, you're, you're our family. Yeah, you're my brother, David. Um, and so as you know, family, this is the last time that I get to address you as the pastor of worship here at Church on Mill. And in just two weeks, we'll be beginning at School Valley Bible Church. Uh, I'll be preaching up there two hours and a little bit more um, north of here. I also, I see some new faces, actually quite a few new faces that are unfamiliar tonight. Um, and so if you're visiting, if this is your first time, if you're a guest of someone, I want to I welcome you here tonight. Um, in my family growing up, we had some unique some people outside of our family may have called them peculiar, but we had some unique traditions that our family did. And if a visitor happened to be around when it was time to share those traditions, they weren't exempt. They just got to be a part of it. And so sometimes that meant they were a little bit confused, maybe a little bit awkward, uh, but they always knew that they were sharing in the life of our family. And we made sure that that happened. So if you're New with us tonight, um, you get to be a part of this, and I'm really happy that you do. We're giving thanks to God. Um, we're also, as you heard, my wife Leanne and I are, are moving, being sent out from this church, and so we're also saying some goodbyes, and so you're going to get to witness that. And I'm thankful because I, I pray and hope that the love of Jesus in, is evident in all of that. So I want to share tonight just briefly from 1 John. We've been walking through 1 John in our Sunday mornings. And tonight the theme for this whole dinner comes from 1 John 4, uh, 9, 10 through 12, especially verse 12, um, which says that when we love each other, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. So let's just hear from this, this whole passage from verse 9. Through 12, and then I just have a few things that I'd like to share with you. Listen to the words of the Lord. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. 
And that word propitiation just means it's the sacrifice that, that takes away wrath or that appeases wrath. So that's what Jesus is for us. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. So this passage, it it clearly teaches two things and much more, but just two things that I want to just very quickly share The passage teaches us that God's love is most clearly seen in his sending of Jesus Christ as a sacrifice for our sins. And that is a love which should be the motivating force behind our love for one another. Second, this passage goes on to say something that it's really incredible if we really think about it. It says, when we love one another, which I believe is happening even tonight, when we love one another, God himself abides in us and his love is perfected in us. So to me, that's, that's a really beautiful mystery. God's love is perfected among us. As we love each other, God promises that his own presence abides with us and that his love is made complete. It's perfected in us as we love each other. So tonight uh, on your tables, you've probably seen some leaves and some of those have some writing on them. And what those are, those are examples of ways different people in the body have said, here's how I've seen God perfecting his love among us. Here how, here's how I've been loved by the body. So I hope you've had a chance to read some of those. If not, please do read some of those before tonight. I think they'll encourage you, and I think they'll challenge you uh, to love one another and, and to l- anticipate what happens, that God abides with us and his love is perfected among us. So tonight, all I want to do is just share a, a few of my, my own leaves with you. If that's all right. Uh, And as I do that, I want to glorify God first and foremost. But I also, I do want to express my, my gratitude and my affection for you. Because if we've learned anything from this passage, if we've been learning and listening today, we know that God calls us towards deep love for one another. Motivated by Jesus' own sacrifice. So I'd like to share with you some of the ways that you, Church on Mill, have loved me, have loved my wife. And I want you to know some of the ways I've seen God perfecting his love among us as you've loved me. And since our love is fueled by the love of God, I also want to to highlight how those things that you have done, how they point me to the love of God, how they direct my heart to who Jesus is and what he's done. So let me begin. I've got a decent-sized handful of leaves, um, and let me share these with you. And it's okay if our hearts are stirred. My heart is stirred and probably will be stirred as I walk through these. Um, It is right and good for us to, 
to have affection and longing for one another because we're united by Jesus Christ. But let's recognize as we listen to this that that should direct our hearts towards their true longing, which is God himself. And he's loved us and given us his son. So let me share my leaves without any further words. So first leaf here. Thank you, Church on Mill, for considering me a part of your family. That points me to the truth that in Jesus Christ, we've been adopted into God's family. Think about the great love that the Father has lavished upon us, that we should be called children of God. Thank you for honoring me by giving me and my wife your friendship. That reminds me that Jesus Christ himself invites us to be his friends by inviting us to follow him. We're moving quick through leaves. Thank you for speaking the good news of Jesus to my heart often. In this, you have pointed my attention directly to who Christ is and what he's done. You've reminded me of the most important message that has the power to change our lives. Thank you for laughing at my puns. And even when you didn't laugh, I know you were still laughing on the inside. <laughs> and that's an inside joke. Anyone? Okay. <sighs> Thank you. I heard Logan groaning, I believe. Um, believe it or not, that points me to the truth that our God of perfect love he delights in his children. He's a God of joy who delights in us. Thank you for giving me room to learn and grow through seminary. You guys have done that so graciously. That points me to the truth that God in his great love for us desires all of our growth and maturity. I'm reminded that God provides us with the strength as Ephesians says, to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, length, and height, and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. Thank you. Thank you for giving me opportunities to grow in preaching, teaching, and shepherding. That reminds me that in God's great love, he actually transforms guilty sinners like you and I into servants of the kingdom of Christ. He gives us the honor of serving him, gifting us through his spirit and inviting us to good works that he has prepared for us. Thank you for physically embracing me. I think of the hugs of some of the elderly in our body who, who muster up all their energy to hug me with all their strength. Um, I think of some of the surprise jumping on my back from behind hugs from some of our young kids. Um, <laughs> Pam just said, and Logan. <laughs> oh, Logan, I am thankful for that. So all of those hugs, they point me 
if I'm attentive to it, they point me to the beautiful truth that you and I have been embraced by the love of Jesus Christ. And your embraces remind me of the great truth that when sinners turn from their sins toward God, he's already been waiting and watching. And Jesus says God's response is like a father who bunches up his shorts and runs toward that repenting sinner, throws his arms around their neck and kisses them. Thank you for serving and for sacrificing to meet our needs. That reminds me that God in his great love is faithful as we've sung tonight. And that Christ sacrificed his very life to meet our deepest need, which is reconciliation with God. The leaf pile is getting smaller, if you're wondering. Thank you for listening to me and for praying for me. That points me to the truth that God cares for me deeply and invites me to cast my cares upon him. Points me to the truth that God, the Holy Spirit, prays with and for me in my weakness. And that Jesus Christ, so the one who sustains the very universe by his own power and by his word, he intercedes for you and I. Thank you for giving me wise counsel. That reminds me that God has graciously given us his spirit to teach us all things, to remind us of the words of Jesus. Thank you for being willing to lovingly confront me. That reminds me that God corrects and disciplines us with love because we are his children. Thank you for encouraging me over and over with your words, whether that's spoken or written or emailed or texted. When you encourage me with your words, it reminds me that we have a loving God who speaks life and light into our hearts and into our minds through his word. Thank you for blessing me with thoughtful gifts, not just this week, but throughout our time here at Church on Mill. That points me to the truth that every good and perfect gift, you guys know this, it comes down from above from the Father of lights. And he's given us the most perfect gift, which is his son. Thank you for sharing our burdens and our pains. That points me to the truth that God lovingly listens and responds to our lamenting and that Jesus himself bears our griefs. He has borne them on the cross and that he today sympathizes with us in our weakness. And finally, let me get rid of that extra leaf. I must have counted wrong. Finally, thank you Thank you for feeding me well. <laughs> Not just at nights like this, but bringing food to my home, inviting me to eat in your home. Thank you for feeding me well. 
That may seem like a strange one to end on, but let me tell you what that points me to. It reminds me that God feeds us with his word. That's an amazing thing. But his love goes even further because Jesus himself claims that he is the bread of life. And brothers and sisters, we are fulfilled, we are satisfied, we're healed, and our souls are fed by Jesus Christ who freely offers us his body broken for us and his blood shed for us. So thank you for feeding me well. It points me to the truth that Jesus is my life sustenance and he's yours as well. And so we want to remember that tonight as we give thanks by sharing the bread and the cup, which reminds us of Christ's body broken for us, his blood shed for us. If you're new with us tonight, and if you're a believer, you're welcome to share. This table is for any of us here who have placed our faith in Jesus Christ. And so in a moment, we'll we'll sing, and there's a station here in the corner and here, and then one in the back. And as we sing, you can come. I'd encourage you to to go with maybe your table and, and share the bread and the cup together. Let's just take a moment, though, to, to quietly prepare our hearts. And I'd encourage you to thank God for who he is and for his perfect love and for the way that his love is being perfected among us. Let's just do that quietly. And then we'll sing and you can come and share the bread and the cup. God, we do thank you for your amazing grace. Your grace is your kind favor towards us who don't deserve it. And even our understanding that we don't deserve it comes from you, and so we give you great thanks. Thank you for friends. Thank you for family. Thank you for the opportunity to be together tonight. So many people from so many different cultural, religious, ethnic, socioeconomic backgrounds, and yet we gather around the name and the word and the gospel of Christ. We pray as we will leave in just a few moments that we would go with the knowledge that as your children, you go with us. And many of us will spend time this week around friends and family who don't know you. And so we pray, Father, that the same spirit of gratitude that has filled this room tonight would also be displayed in the the homes and apartments in which we gather, and that there would be a, a tangible demonstration of your kindness in the way that we interact with others. We praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. It's been wonderful to be together tonight, hasn't it? Thank you to uh, those of you who spent the day helping get everything ready. You did a fantastic job. There's something unique about uh, Thanksgiving in that it hasn't really been filled with and just overcome by, by commercialism. And 
Gratitude strikes to the very core of what it, it means to be Christians, that we've received from God what we don't deserve. And so our hope is that you've heard that tonight and you've been encouraged in that tonight. And if maybe that's a new message for you, something you haven't heard before, that you would uh, take the time to ask somebody around you to tell you a little bit more about that. Now, real quickly, before we leave, Nathaniel and Leanne, would you come up here? Uh, you've heard uh, tonight of Nathaniel's Leaves talk, which I've never said that before. Thank you for sharing. So Nathaniel and Leanne came and joined the Church on Mill family several years ago, and uh, we've grown to love them dearly and to know God better because of their leadership and in inviting us into worship. And uh, one of the things I've respected about both of you is uh, that what is shown here is the same way they live. They, they're authentic worshipers no matter where they are. So we're grateful for that and are thankful for all the ways in which God has blessed you. Matt Ward, who is the guy that sits behind the drums, some of you love him, some of you hate him, <laughs> is coming. <laughs> yes, that is true. It has nothing to do with the drums. Matt and Amber... Amber is the bass guitarist who actually looks like she enjoys being up here. Matt and Amber have brought a gift and I think are going to say a little something. <laughs> I'll try to keep it somewhat light for Leanne's sake. Somebody want to throw me the box of tissues just in case? <laughs> this, is the, this is the gift that you two get to share. It's just for you. Uh, <laughs> Amber and I have the unique privilege uh, out of a lot of people in this room that we spend a lot of time with these two. Um, they first started, and Amber and I were have been playing up here for a long time, but are pretty much always up here, if you guys have noticed, pretty much every week. So we get to spend a lot of time with them there, but we're also part of their GC, so we get to spend time with them there as well. Amber and Leanne have come, become pretty close friends. They get to spend time away from church as well, do all their stuff. And Nathaniel and I have had plenty of opportunity to hang out and talk ourselves. So we spend a lot of time with these guys from the very first time that they were in the room. So we have a lot of experience with them, and there's just so much that we've seen us, Amber and myself, us, the church on Mail, be blessed with all of that through the, the years that you guys have been here. The other side of that is we've gotten to see you guys grow as well and watch you interact with the people around the room, with the people outside of this room to watch God interact with you and see him challenge the heck out of you with some weird experiences that uh, are a lot more fun. And there's some stories there and some things that aren't as, uh, as blatant or obvious, but that are definitely just as trying. And this last, whatever time period it's been with this search for, for a new church and that God placed you in has really just been Amber and I's opportunity to watch God be obvious with you guys and do exactly what he said was which was to be faithful to you and find exactly where he had you placed and it just seems the more that we talk to you about it the more you feel that peace the more that you get to talk to these people about it the more we see that same thing first of all and, and foremost with all this we thank you guys for being that blessing to us and if you wouldn't mind give them one more hand thank you We very much appreciate 
specifically this worship band has really been an experience for the two of us growing and I'm sure lots of other people in the room. We've had great times in our GC. You guys have been a true blessing to us. We do thank you for that. We know that, and we get to be excited about watching you guys go to Skull Valley and be that blessing for others. Don't ever lose the passion that you have for... What? Oh, sorry. I've missed the Skull Valley. Chuck, fill in for me. Thank you. (laughs) You guys get to be the, the same thing there, and don't ever lose the obvious love for Christ that you have regardless of the scenario that you're in. So we've gotten to see that, and we're appreciative of that as well. This is a token of the church on mill, just so that you guys get to have something. Open it whenever you deem fit. And so if you want to open it now, feel free. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> it's for you too, so whenever you want to do it. You don't get to see. We're not showing you. Thank you. (laughs) Perfect. Now we'll let everybody go home. Thank you, everybody. Okay. So um, we were eating dinner with Matt and Amber a few years ago and uh, at their home. And I got a call from my landlord that said, your home has been robbed. And um, God used that in multiple. God used that in multiple ways um, to challenge and shape us, but also, surprisingly, to bless us because our God works all things together for good for those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. Um, So one of the things that was stolen that we were really bummed about was a brand new Nikon camera that we had that we were just getting really excited. And so thank you for this bread maker. Um, (laughs) So... We, God has provided, um, and this is really exciting for us to have. Um, so what's that? Yeah. (laughs) And a bag to go with it. So this is really special and, uh, we will send you guys pictures from this camera. Thank you so much. Um, we'd love to uh, end tonight by sending uh, Nathaniel and Leanne out. Church isn't a, a building, and it's not an event you go to. It's a family you join. And the reason you leave a church is either they've stopped presenting and living out the gospel, or God's sending you somewhere else. So that's what the Lord is doing in this case. And if you would like to... Uh, and it's fine if you don't. This isn't a uh, badge of honor or spiritual maturity. But if you would like to uh, come and s- symbolize your commitment to pray for Nathaniel and Leanne by coming to the front and gathering around them to pray, would you guys maybe come down here a few steps? And then feel free to do that. 
And we'll end tonight by sending out our brother and sister. God, we thank you that the death and resurrection of Christ not only provide us with a new father, you, but they also provide us with a new family. And that's everybody else who knows you. And in particular, those who you gather together in local churches. We thank you for the immense privilege of being called brothers and sisters. We thank you that what binds us together is not the color of our skin or the extent to which we have disobeyed you or how much money we have or how extensive our education is, but the shared experience of having been rescued by you. And Father, it's the gospel that knits us close together. And we're directly and immensely thankful for the way in which you've done that in our hearts through Nathaniel and Leanne. Thank you for the countless opportunities we've had to be led to your throne through their leadership. Thank you for the ways in which the gospel has become clearer. The scriptures have become more obviously powerful. And your life in us and with us has become more tangible. We praise you for your calling and direction upon their life and for their willingness to go. And so, Father, as they leave us as Church on Mill and as they join with Skull Valley Bible Church, we pray, Father, that they would go in your strength. We pray that they would go with your word. We pray that your presence would be a constant, steady rock through which they can weather the storms that will come. We pray, Father, that Skull Valley would come to know and love this family like we have. And that as Nathaniel begins weekly to open your scriptures and speak them, that you would allow him to understand and to see your word and to understand and see that group of people so that he can communicate in such a way that they hear you. We pray for people in that little town who never imagined they would consider you, that they would come to know you. We pray for relationships in that town that have been severed over silly things to be reconciled. We pray, God, for babies yet to be born to come to know you. We pray, Father, that you would shine your light bright through them. We praise you and thank you, and it's been our joy and privilege to walk with them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for being here tonight. You are free to go.